Hey everyone, it's Tom Kradza, and on this episode of the Your Life, Your Terms show, we sit down with Oscar Mary, who is the creator of Fountain. Fountain is a podcasting 2.0 app that's available on iOS and Android, and basically what it does is allows podcasters to monetize the content they make with something called the Lightning Network and using micropayments on the Lightning Network. And the reason that we're sharing this is that when Nick and I reflect back on some of the things that have had the biggest impact on our lives, it's been the ability to ride trends. So for example, when we were both involved in the software industry, that market or industry was trending hard from about 1998 when we were in it to 2006, 2007, and we really benefited, benefited from it. I mean, selfishly, my salary and my income and, and when I transitioned into sales, the commissions I was earning were really high and it's because that industry was absolutely exploding during those years. And we've been in real estate a long time. Our, our, you know, our family was renting up properties in the 70s, our father flipping properties in the 80s. We survived the crash of the 90s. And then Nick and I got in the real estate market kind of ourselves without our family around the year you know, 2000 or so. And the trend that we've been riding since that time of low interest rates over the last 20 years has served us remarkably well. So as much as we can pat ourselves on the back for getting into the real estate market, really what we did was we were fortunate enough to ride a trend. And that trend really propelled us forward much faster than we would have on our own. And what Oscar Mary is doing here, creating this app to us is the sign of a new trend. The micropayments that he's able to pull into this app are fascinating. They ride on the Bitcoin network and it's using the Lightning network that kind of sits on top of the Bitcoin network that allows you to make really quick micropayments. I mean, you can make payments the equivalent of like a fraction of a Canadian penny. You know, so pennies on the dollar you can send to somebody while you're listening to this content. Even if you're not interested in this from your because you're not a podcaster, we think you should pay attention to this because as micropayments and this technology infiltrate podcasting, they're going to infiltrate many other aspects of our lives. And to us, you don't want to wake up 10 years from now looking around and kind of being surprised at what happened. Oscar Mary, the creator of Fountain, this app that we're talking about on today's podcast, is at the cutting edge and leading edge of a new trend that we think is going to explode over the next 10 years. We are paying very careful attention to this. And the Your Life, Your Term show, the podcast you're listening to now, you're probably listening to it either on YouTube or Spotify or you know, Apple Podcasts. It's also available on the Fountain app. So if you want to play around with this, we would highly encourage you to download the Fountain app on your phone, find the Your Life, Your Terms app, and you don't have to stream any sats to us. You don't have to send any, you know, Satoshis, which are a portion, a piece of a Bitcoin over to us. But we want you to kind of pay attention to this technology. And if you do happen to send sats to us on this episode, know that we are going to set it up on the Fountain app so they go all to Oscar Mary to support what he's doing and for him to do with it as he wishes. So if you do do that, he'll get your message sent directly over to him um, because you can include a little message with any, any sats that you send. So just pay attention to this trend. 
really enjoyed this talk with Oscar um, and uh, thanked him for coming on. He didn't have to do this, so really appreciate that. And if you are listening to this and you are going to try to make sense of the real estate market here in Ontario, you're in for an interesting ride because as interest rates change and prices fluctuate, there's more confusion in the market. And I'd, I would even say a little bit more hysteria than we've seen in a long time. Um, I guess because we've ridden a lot of ups and downs in the real estate markets. Ridden? Is that a word? Did we... we, we did we ride some trends? We've rode some trends. I can't speak English apparently, but because we've been um, in the real estate market as it's gone up and down over the years, this is not really a big deal to us. But if it's freaking you out a little bit, you need to look at the fundamentals. You need to look at interest rates and understand what they are doing at a global perspective. You need to understand population trends. You need to understand supply trends. You need to understand rent trends. And we share a lot of the information that we put together on that at rockstarinnercircle.com. So if you want some information to help build a broader perspective of your real estate understanding, specifically in the Ontario area and the greater Toronto Golden Horseshoe area, because real estate is a very local thing. It's not like a Canadian wide thing. It changes depending on the area that you're in. You can find information that we're putting together to help us look at the real estate market at rockstarinnercircle.com. That's enough with this intro. Let's get on with the show. Are you ready to live life on your terms? Is it time to take charge? Real estate, business building, the economy, health and nutrition, and more. It's the Your Life, Your Term Show with Tom and Nick Carazza. Are you ready? Let's go. Okay, Oscar, we are live and uh, your last name's Mary. Like that's just like a night. You're just like a happy person. I feel like with the last name Mary, you must be just happy all the time. Do you get that or no? Or is that just ridiculous? What I'm t- what I'm saying right now. No, <laughs> but Oscar Mar- Oscar Mary seems like such a nice last name. Yeah, I like it. I'll take it. Uh, I try my best to be as happy as I can. Uh, as much of the time as I can. So yeah, I'll take it. (laughs) Cool. And listen, I want to thank you for doing this. I'm just going to jump in because we were talking before we started recording. First of all, we discovered uh, before we started recording that you're an Arsenal fan. And now I forced you to know that I'm a Toronto Maple Leafs fan. And uh, we were at the game last night. And if my voice is a little off, it's because I was just screaming like a madman just because of uh, the amazing comeback victory. Um, So uh, anyway, I apologize if I'm sounding a little bit bit off here. But uh, can you just explain to us i just want to jump right into it like what are you up to with fountain and the fountain app like what is the, what is going on here because i feel like there's like a new i don't know if it's a layer of technology or a, like a, some new technology being built on a network that people don't quite realize that to me is really going to change things a lot over the next few years so can you talk to us about fountain and the fountain app yeah very happy to so Fountain fundamentally is a podcast app. So anyone listening to this podcast will be very familiar when they download Fountain. You know, you can do everything that you you would expect a podcast app to do. You can search for podcasts. You can listen to podcasts. You can save your favorite shows and subscribe to them. You can import from Apple and Spotify. But the big difference with Fountain is that we've integrated the Bitcoin Lightning Network. So what that means is as a listener, you can stream Bitcoin to your favorite shows as you're listening. And you can do this per minute or you can send a boost as a one-off payment. So this is kind of revolutionary and is only enabled by the Bitcoin Lightning Network because we can actually stream money per minute. And we can do this peer-to-peer without any 
permission or even any payment service. So this technology all works whether you're running a Lightning node in your own home or whether you're using a separate service. So that's the key differentiator for Fountain. And what it allows is um, listeners to actually support their favorite shows as they listen. So if you think about when you're listening to a podcast, you know, I, I'm a massive fan of podcasts. I've learned so much from the podcast that I've listened to uh, in my life. And I'm sure a lot of your audience will have too. Um, when you hear something incredible on a podcast episode, if you want to show your appreciation to that host, what are your options? Well, you could go to their website and find their contact details and send them an email. Or you could maybe go and look at the YouTube version if they're on YouTube as well and leave them a comment there. Or maybe they have a Patreon and you could go to their Patreon. You could sign up for uh, some kind of monthly subscription. But all of those methods are inherently uh, filled with friction because you have to stop what you do, you're doing. You have to switch context um, from listening. What you can do in Fountain is straight from the player, you can just send a payment with a message that goes directly to the podcaster, thank them for their show, and then also you know, financially reward them. It's, it's all um, based on this value for value ethos that Adam Curry uh, pioneered with his podcast and yeah that's what we're we're doing with fountain we're trying to enable that uh we we've launched we launched the app about six months ago and we've been growing steadily since then and uh yeah that that's the main um uh thing we're doing with fountain I, i'll just say as well another big part of the app is you can create and share clips as a listener so again something that your audience will be very familiar with when podcasters release a new episode, they'll share a clip on social media to kind of give you a taste, give you a sample, let you know what the episode is going to be like. We've given that power to the listener. And this is really exciting because, number one, what you think is the best moment in the episode versus what I think is the best moment in the episode is not the same thing. And number two, if I can see the best highlights from people that I follow and respect, then there's actually a lot of signal in there about which content is is the best to to maybe go and sample or maybe go and listen to the full episode. Yeah, so there's a lot there, but the two key differentiators with Fountain are number one, we've integrated the Bitcoin Lightning Network to allow seamless payments from the listener to the podcaster, and number two, you can create and share clips to surface the best insights from the shows you're listening to. The reason I'm blown away with what you're doing is because I feel like we're witnessing the evolution of a technology and we're at that early stage where many people don't realize the impact this is going to have if you extrapolate forward even two, three years. It reminds me of when like video still was initially coming out on the internet back in like I don't even know Oscar if you were born. Okay. But it was like the late nineties. Okay. You were like, you were like eight or whatever, nine or whatever you were. But in the late nineties, we would get like a, a video clip and it was kind of choppy, but you could kind of see maybe it was even like 2001, but it, around that era, you know, you could kind of see some video, but you extrapolate forward and Netflix is like crushed blockbuster. You, you know what I mean? Like no one could have predicted at that point the revolution that would come with video where we're watching sport clips of Arsenal on your iPhone. And I feel with this technology, we're going to change a lot of stuff. And I don't even know if we all understand that. And, and there's a point I want you to kind of explain to everyone. Why is this possible 
now. Like this isn't something that was possible five years ago because of, of what exactly? Can you just articulate that? Like, I think I know, I know the answer, but can, like, why is this possible right now? Because three years ago, I, I don't feel it was possible. Yeah, great question. So I'll try and explain it as best I can. Um, so the Bitcoin network has been around for a long time now, um, you know, over 10 years. And a lot of people have probably heard about the way Bitcoin works with there's a block every 10 minutes and you have to pay uh, a fee to get your transaction in that block. And then it will be confirmed over a number of blocks. And then, you know, your transaction uh, is uh, attested to globally. And, you know, that's the whole benefit of Bitcoin in terms of decentralized store of value and censorship, censorship resistant money. So people probably understand that. What wasn't possible five years ago was the instant nature of the Bitcoin transactions because you had to wait for those confirmations. So the Lightning Network is a layer two on top of the base Bitcoin blockchain. And it uses uh, some quite complex cryptography to basically set up what's known as payment channels. And you know you don't need to understand any of this, but basically what it enables is instant transactions with Bitcoin. So I can send a payment to you over the internet at the speed of just an internet request. So it means I can send instant transactions with little to no fees. And I can send as little or as much as I like. And what this means is we finally have micropayments on the internet. This is the only technology out there that enables micropayments. So for our use, our use case of podcast listening, you can actually stream, you know, 10 sats a minute, 100 sats a minute. There's 100 million sats or satoshis in one Bitcoin. So the equivalent so, of that in, in, you know, would be for anyone listening in like US dollars or Canadian less dollars. Less than a like cent. Less than a cent. So the ability for me to send you less than a cent over the internet without permission and without fees, that was never possible before. And what it does is enable all of these cool new creative use cases like streaming money. And this is just the first one. There's going to be so much more. It's only going to take creativity. Um, so yeah, that's what the Lightning Net Network has done for Bitcoin. And it's the combination of the Lightning Network and Bitcoin that enables um, instant, basically free, uh, permissionless micropayments over the internet, which is something that's been missing on the internet since its inception. So, so now I can listen to anyone's a podcast. I can say, Hey, I kind of, you know, I like what they're doing. I will set it up in the fountain app to stream by the, I could do it by every, every minute or every few minutes or by the show I could, how's the streaming? What are the intervals of streaming? Yeah. So right now we, um, set the streaming intervals to one minute just for simplicity um we could do anything but we so you set a per minute stream value so for me i normally stream 50 sats a minute or 100 sats a minute and that means for an hour episode i'm probably spending like two or three dollars and for me that is worth it because this is the whole thing like we think content is free but actually 
content is incredibly valuable to us. Think about how much you spend on a cup of coffee and how much value you get from that cup of coffee. And then think about how much value you got from the best podcast episode you listened to in the last month. Okay. You should reward those creators and give them value back because, you know, that's just like a cool thing to do. And it, it's actually not that much money. So yeah, you can- stream and not, not only, minutes. sorry, just not only, not as only a cool thing to do. And I know anyone listening to this is on our podcast. I'm not requesting any of this on our, I'm not, I'm not like trying to be self-serving here, but I mean, if there is a creator that is offering a lot of value, a lot of times they cannot monetize what they're doing. So they can't keep offering the value that, that you're enjoying. Like sometimes exactly. people are just very creative, very smart, exactly. but they don't have a business that can create the revenue to allow them doing. But I personally, I want to hear their voice. And now we have a way to reward them, not, not reward, pay them directly. And they can make a living off all of us giving a dollar or $2, which was cost prohibitive before because of the transaction fees by the merchant accounts and the banks. It's just, it's mind blowing what this opens up. Exactly. And this is incredible for, you know, the long tail of creators of podcasters, because fundamentally advertising doesn't work. If you're just getting started, you don't have enough numbers for advertisers to even be interested, but you don't need that many people to support you. If you're creating good content for a small audience, you just need to ask them, Hey guys, just give me whatever you can. You don't have to pay me, but you know, a dollar here, or if you think it was worth more than a dollar, send me that too. And so, yeah, small creators can't do the advertising model, but also advertising, you know, and I'm, I'm sure you've come across this, but once you start adding advertising to your show, it just by sucks. default, it, it does become a business. <laughs> like you need to do the ad sales management. You need to, you know, have a process around that. And, you know, some people don't want to do that. Some people just create podcasts for the fun and the joy of it. And why shouldn't they still have uh, a way to, um, you know, be rewarded by their audience? And, you know, Patreon, credit to them, have done a great job on this, giving that other option. But the problem is it's separated from the core experience that you're actually enjoying. You're listening to a podcast, you're listening to the audio in the app, then you have to go out and pay a monthly subscription for the podcast. That's not how podcasts work. We dip in and out. We get incredible value from some episodes based on the guest and, you know, our own personal interest. And then other episodes, you know, we might not even listen or we might just dip in and out. So the Patreon model, whilst it, it is good for some things, it doesn't work for podcasting. The ability to, as you're hearing that incredible content, that in, those insights, that wisdom that's being sent to you through the podcast medium, you have the ability in Fountain at that moment to just pay them back. And the fact that you can pay them back with, you know, money, uh, with the global money in, in terms of Bitcoin, but also send them a message as well saying, thank you so much for this episode. I think that's the coolest day. part. Yeah. Like yeah. that, that for, the, for the podcaster, that's even more valuable than the money in, in many ways. And actually what we do in Fountain is on the episode pages, we will surface the boost ordered by the value. Uh, that people have sent through and for podcasters this is so cool because they can go in and see okay the top boost was you know 50,000 sats or 100,000 sats that's like you know 40 dollars um, and here's an amazing message from a fan that maybe I didn't actually have a connection with before but now I can read that boost and actually reply to them as well which is something we offer 
So um, Oscar, I have more questions for you, but just on an operational kind of level of this, how would someone listening to this, because some people are very savvy, they're going to kind of figure this out themselves, but how would someone listening to this that said, Hey, you know, I, I kind of want to play around with this. Can you walk us through the steps, but please also include how they would get some sats into the app. Can you just walk us yeah. through that process? Got it. Yeah. So first thing is just download fountain on iOS and or Android. We're live uh, on both. And you should find the experience very uh, familiar. You know, we're a podcast app. The, the design is all there. So you can import your shows from Apple or Spotify or OPML. And then what you'll need to do is top up your wallet on Fountain with some sats. And so there's a number of different ways you can do this. The way that we recommend is to use a Bitcoin wallet called Blue Wallet and Blue Wallet is great for people just getting started because you can download Blue Wallet. You can actually buy some Bitcoin just with Apple Pay or Google Pay in the app. And you buy that Bitcoin, maybe $10 worth, $20 worth. And then, oh, sorry, the light's just gone off in this room. That's okay. Um, so you, you buy that Bitcoin, maybe $10, $20 worth. And then you can just transfer that from Blue Wallet into Fountain. And it's, it's really easy. It takes you know less than a minute to do. So that's how you'd get started and your fountain wallet will then be funded. And then all you have to do is find a show that is lightning enabled and you can start streaming the money. I think, you know, it seems like maybe it's a few steps for people, but what you just described is exactly the way I did it. <laughs> I had a blue wallet. I actually had Bitcoin somewhere else. So the way I did it is I had a blue wallet. I sent some Bitcoin from wherever else I had it to my blue wallet. And then once it was in my blue wallet, this is going to sound easy for you, Oscar. I'm old guy over here. Okay. So this is going to, I'm going to map this up, but in blue wallet, I got some Bitcoin and then it allowed me to create a second wallet called the lightning wallet. And I managed to move my Bitcoin from the blue wallet, the Bitcoin wallet to the lightning wallet. And then I had some Bitcoin in this lightning wallet. Then when I downloaded the fountain app, I could really easily move the Bitcoin from the lightning wallet on my blue, blue wallet app on my phone into fountain. And it seems like a few steps, but if you're listening to this and haven't done it, I would encourage it because you just learned so much about Bitcoin in this process. Yeah. You, know, and you, you, is, learn, you learn a crap load of stuff when you're just doing this. this. Is, exactly. And this is like really important stuff to learn because this is not just fountain. This is not just podcasting uh, that have you know come up with this method. This will be the future of the internet. This is how every service will work on the internet. So by educating yourself on how Lightning works and how to use it, uh, it will be really beneficial in other areas. One of the other cool things is, you're right, it still is a little bit convoluted in terms of the onboarding right now. But one thing that gets me so excited is look how much has changed in the past six months. Six months ago when we launched, um, there, wasn't, there weren't that many mainstream apps that supported Lightning. Since then, Cash App, have integrated Bitcoin Lightning into their app. That's 65 million users in the US that suddenly know what Lightning is, have a Lightning wallet. And so you can send from Cash App if you want to. Cash App, direct to Fountain, easy. It's just a couple of button clicks. So although it is still a little bit confusing, um, this is the beginning of a, a massive new phase of the internet. And I think it's worth exploring. And also it's just, it is a really cool experience to know that you're streaming money per minute. Like if you've never tried that, 
it's quite cool. Yeah. So I've only done boost so far. I haven't streamed it by the minute because I think I'm petrified to like choose the wrong amount. I'm like, how much am I sending? Not that I have that much in the fountain app, but I'm like, am I going to be sending too much, too little? So I, yeah, I, I got to start uh, doing the streaming because that's super cool. But even boosting, um, you know, I sent some to Kevin Rook, who has a podcast on the Lightning Network, and he's out of Toronto here. It was just very gratifying. Like you said, like I was just like, I feel like this is somebody who's offering me a lot of value. I don't know how to support him. I honestly, I don't like, I don't know what he's selling or what he does, but to be able to support him in that way, just feels like you're participating in an economy that you're almost creating yourself. Like we're all supporting each other. I find value from you, Oscar. I can support you. And it's, we, we can remove this layer of like regulatory bodies that are in different countries and nations and not that there's not value for some regulations but we can just kind of play in our own world and create our own economy globally like it's exactly. it's really kind of yeah yeah it's really eye-opening and and just on the on the cumbersome note i remember when video started just by way of maybe a little bit of an analogy like when i had to play video when the internet was just getting uh, fast enough to stream video, I would have to download a plugin into my browser. Like there was some JavaScript update, you know, or like there was a video player that you had to download that was a plugin, I think to my Netscape browser or whatever it was. And this just reminds me so much of that. And I think if you start paying attention to this now, if you're listening to this, you are just training yourself for a new financial system, Oscar, to your point, that is going to evolve with or without you, in my opinion. So why not get savvy with it? Because I feel just economically, you'll selfishly benefit from it. I don't mean that in a bad way, but I just mean you'll be on the kind of leading edge of some of this stuff and it's worth it to kind of fight your way through this. I want to ask you a, a few more things. Um, before we get back to just the trends you're seeing in, in, with Fountain, because uh, I'm curious, how did you yourself get into this? Like, how do, how do you find yourself building this fountain app? I don't get it. Like you're 30 years old. You're <laughs> sharing with me. Like, I don't understand how you got yourself to be doing this. Yeah. So it's kind of a combination of two areas that I'm just massively passionate about. So the first is Bitcoin. Um, I've been a massive believer in Bitcoin for a long time. I got quite lucky and introduced to it relatively early. Um, and especially over the past, um, like five years, I've been just a huge believer in Bitcoin as a, a global monetary system um, and as a store of value and just a philosophy. So I, I've had that as a very strong belief. I, I never thought I would work uh, in Bitcoin or, or with the technology. You know, I, I thought I'm, you know, I'm not a protocol developer or a cryptographer. I'm not going to be doing that. Um, but I was a big believer in it. Well, then separate to that, I've just been. Uh, a massive believer in the power of audio you know I'm just a, a huge fan of the podcast medium um, of spoken word audio as a way to uh, transfer and impart insight knowledge and wisdom uh, I think it's such a great medium because you have the tone the tonality and the emotion of the speaker but it's also asynchronous and you can kind of do it when you want you can do it at the same time as doing something else, uh, you know, multitasking. Um, and I, I was very passionate about audio. And I had a previous business actually uh, working uh, in the voice space, kind of related. And I wanted to do something in uh, podcasting. And so at the beginning of uh, 2020 with a, uh, a friend of mine, Nick, uh, we just started experimenting with a few ideas. 
And what led to Fountain was actually before we integrated Bitcoin and the Lightning Network, we wanted to essentially make it easier to surface the best moments from podcasts because a problem that I had, and again, I'm sure a lot of your audience will have experienced this, is you open up your podcast app and you've got about 15 hours of new content and you don't know what to listen to. And even if you know what to listen to first, you know that 80% of that content you're never going to hear. Um, but there's probably, yeah, incredible insight and, and wisdom that's locked there. Um, so we wanted to solve that problem and make it easier for those insights to be discovered, to be shared and to be curated as well. So that's um, what we set out to do with the clipping feature on Fountain. So just to go into it in a bit more detail on Fountain, when you're listening to an episode, you can create a clip. But you can do this rather than messing around with the audio wave. You can do it from the transcript. So you can actually select the text of the transcript, select the bits you want, and then we'll turn that into an audio clip. So it basically makes the clipping uh, journey much uh, easier. And then those clips will live on your profile in Fountain. You can create playlists. So I have a playlist on Bitcoin, which is a, which is a bunch of different clips from all kinds of episodes. Like... I've listened to hundreds of hours of Bitcoin podcasts. If you um, go and speak to someone that's never heard about it before, they're not going to go back and listen to them all because it's, it's too much. They don't have the time. So instead, why not come and find my playlist? There's about 30 clips on there. Each one's about a minute long. And it's a way, again, just to curate oh, and surface the best moments from podcasts. So that's what we set out to do with Fountain. And we built the prototype app with the clipping UI, which we think is like quite... Uh, a big step forward in the user experience. We built the, the social features. And then as we were just testing that in beta, we came across what Adam Curry and Dave Jones were doing with Podcasting 2.0. So they are uh, an organization that uh, whose objective is to preserve the open nature of podcasting. Um, and as part of um, the standards that they're developing, they uh, introduced the value block, which is basically how uh, any podcast company or any podcaster can actually integrate Bitcoin and Lightning. So when I saw that, I was like, oh my God, this is two areas that I'm uh, massively passionate about and let's bring them together. And so we doubled down on that as soon as we saw it and we made it a big part of what Fountain does. And then we, we said, okay, uh, listeners are loving this for the listeners that uh, have a podcast that they can support, but how does a podcaster get started? So that's when we decided to build the podcaster wallet feature. And this allows any podcaster to join the Lightning Network, start receiving those stats and also read the booths and in, uh, interact with their audience. So yeah, long-winded explanation of, of how it all happened. No, it's great. I, I, I love to hear that. And then I'm just curious, that one feature that I, I need to, because I knew you did this, but I hadn't played around with it on the Fountain app yet. The clipping feature that you're saying, I can highlight the, tr the written transcript and that'll turn it into, I don't understand. You're then taking, you're identifying what part of the podcast that is and taking the audio clip or you're making some other audio from that. You're not having yeah, somebody. So, so the way it works is, um, first of all, we transcribe every episode. And if you want to create a clip, rather than messing around with an audio wave, setting the start time, setting the end time, 
you know, dragging some kind of slider across yeah, the audio yeah. wave, which, which I'm sure you've seen before. It's pretty difficult to do, especially on mobile. Instead of that, we just show you the transcript and we say, and it's broken down into blocks, which are done like kind of like the monologues or the different sections. And we just say, which bits of this text do you want included in your clip? Highlight them. Once you've highlighted them, we will go and cut up the podcast episode and stitch it back together just with the bits that you want to extract. So that's how we do the clipping. And it just makes the UX a lot easier. You can kind of do it without thinking. Like I actually did one riding a bike with one hand. So it's, you know, it's that easy um, to create clips. And, and we think that's just going to encourage a lot more sharing of podcast content. Because again, <laughs> if I listen to an episode and I say to you, you know, hey, Tom, check this episode out. I have to send you the full episode, which maybe is an hour long. So I'm asking you to go and take an hour out of your day um, to listen. Whereas instead, I could just send you a minute long clip and say, here's a sample. I think you really like this. Yeah, I'm just realizing, I'm just looking at one of John Vallis's episodes here. I didn't realize that on that far tab, yeah, clips. These are clips of that episode, I guess, by other users, correct? Exactly. Wow. Okay. And then, so, so sorry on the app. Now I'm just turning this into like my own education on the app. Where are the transcripts of any episode on, on the app? Yeah. So if you open up an episode, so one of the things is if you open up the episode player, you'll see there's a clip button. Yeah. Got it. I do. And, yeah. And what you'll see is right now, because we're using a commercial transcription service, we actually only transcribe on demand. So when you hit that clip button, you'll see that it will start transcribing and that takes about a minute. And we just oh, yeah. do that to save costs. But once it's transcribed, you will just click that clip button and you'll see a big long list of the text. You can select what you want and then wow. create the clip from that. So that is, because I hit the clip button on this episode. So that's an on-demand thing behind the scenes where you guys are having it transcribed as I hit the clip button. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Super cool. Okay. Okay. So then Oscar, I, I have more questions uh, for you on this, uh, on this stuff. Where, what have you seen so far in doing this that is surprising you? Are you seeing anything with the fountain app? Like, is it the clipping or usage or like how people are using the boost? Is there anything yet? I know it's pretty, this is very new still, but are you seeing anything that's like, oh, wow, we didn't really expect to see that or just anything that you're happy about? I'm, I'm curious. Yeah, I think there's a few things, actually. I think one thing is we expected the benefit of this system to sit with the podcasters because they would be uh, getting paid, essentially. Um, but what we didn't realize was how valuable it is to the listener, because as we talked about, suddenly as a listener, I have a way to reach out to the host at the moment that I'm listening. And I know that they're going to pay attention to the message that I send them through a boost because I'm paying. Yeah, um, yeah. there's a monetary just, value associated with the yeah. message. Yeah, 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 exactly. And so, and we, you know, a lot of podcasters will read the boosts out on their shows, which is the great way to, you know, encourage people to boost. And a lot of podcasters will say, you know, hey guys, I will read out all the messages above a certain uh, threshold of, of sats. And I think, yeah, the value that you get as a listener, suddenly that you can connect with the podcaster in this way, that's something that surprised us. Um, and I think the clipping as well, even though we, 
you know, designed the clipping system uh, to try and solve that problem. One of the things that we didn't expect was the feeling you get when you listen to someone else's clip. It's like you have a window into their podcast listening experience, totally. which right now is a very private thing. Like, I don't know what you're listening to. Um, you know, I don't know what shows you're listening to or what people are talking about. And sometimes you'll hear a clip and it will be from a podcast that is nothing that you're interested in or you would never listen to that show. But it's just like maybe it's really funny or maybe it opens your eyes to uh, just a, something that you had no idea about. So that's also been, uh, yeah, nicely surprising in that the thing that we were looking for with the clipping is actually happening where you get that kind of moment of fresh content that you wouldn't have otherwise because you would have never taken the time to go and listen to a full episode from that show. Yeah, so cool. Um, so what else do you see then from your vantage point? You have a lot of insights. You've been following Bitcoin for a while, you know, quite a while. Um, you're, you're developing this app. You must see the evolution of this or have some ideas where this evolves into beyond podcasting. Can you talk about that yeah. a little bit? Like where are we, where, where from your vantage point, what, what, where are we headed? Yeah, so I think this is going to, happen in every vertical it's not just going to be podcasting it's every media vertical is going to integrate lightning for payments because it's just a better user experience so uh, outside of podcasting a great example is uh paywalled articles so if you go if someone shares a link to you know i think it's the wall street journal or i'm sure you've seen these paywalled articles you want to read that article um, but they're asking you for a monthly subscription of $10. With Lightning, you could just instantly unlock that by just by transferring the, uh, the SAT. So I think every media vertical is going to integrate uh, Lightning payments, and it's going to enable a lot of creativity that we haven't seen before. Another great example uh, is Stacker News, which is kind of like Reddit uh, or Hacker News, um, but it's got Lightning integrated into it so instead of likes or upvotes you get sats and you get paid and ultimately it creates a stronger signal because if people are willing to part with their money as opposed to parting just with a superficial action like a like or an upvote um, the signal is much stronger and I think ultimately that will lead to better quality content um, on the internet because you'll be able to rely on that signal because you know a, a real human has put their hard-earned money behind uh, that signal yeah there's there's two things that come to mind yeah that's really interesting because because now it unlocks like you said earlier the, the long tail of creativity and value because a lot of people couldn't really monetize things because they weren't big enough to to really make it worth it for them to try to do it and now they can so there's that which opens up a whole world of possibilities and and maybe just not only does the best content naturally rise to the top, but content that's the best for me personally, I can find and reward. So, you know, we're, we're kind of moving away from the Wall Street Journal being the authority in a subject to I can choose who I believe the authority is in the subject and kind of listen to them. But it like also op opens up something else because now I can pay semi-anonymously and i'm only saying semi because before i would have to get my credit card out you know sign up and you know make an account now that i have some 
Satoshi's somewhere and I can just send them to someone. I can support somebody. They don't really know who I am, need to know who I am. And I'm supporting them. Whereas in the past, I guess it could be anonymously too. I don't know how Patreon works exactly. You can make a username. I just feel like there's a, a more anonymous layer here. And I kind of like that because now I can support people that maybe before I didn't want people to know I'm supporting. I didn't really want my name associated with that. And I'm, I'm, again, I'm only saying semi because somewhere, if you're new to Bitcoin, you probably went to an exchange to buy it. And there's some track record of, of you with your Bitcoin that I guess somebody could kind of like reverse engineer and, and figure out. But for the most part, you can do it much easier in an anonymous way with this. And I, I find that interesting. I don't really know, Oscar, where that leads, but I think it's powerful. <laughs> so I don't know where yeah. that goes, but I, I think it's good. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. I think it's just one example of the creativity that is unlocked through this new payment technology. Um, because, you know, now you have anonymous payments, what can you do with that? Um, you know, it just comes down to creativity. Another incredible uh, thing that we can do with this technology is because it's programmable money, we can program in splits. So, what you can do as a podcaster, is you can give splits for your show, but also individually for each episode. So you could say, oh, I have a producer, I have a co-host, they're gonna get 50% of the sats or 20% of the sats at the show level. And then you can also on each episode, give the guests a split. You could give, maybe there's a good cause that we're talking about and we could give that good cause or that open source project part of the split. Um, and you can send it wherever you want. And it doesn't have to be, linked into fountain as a platform it could just be any lightning node on the on the network um so that's a really cool feature we've just added that and we're actually seeing um for the podcasters that add their guests uh there's actually a big increase in the level of support because you know that guest is only going to come on you know maybe once or a few times so yeah that's another interesting thing you can do and the guest just needs to have their own lightning wallet to be able to receive yeah. any incoming sats that are sent yeah, exactly. Well, so uh, they do, the wallets do need to support KeySend. So we enable this on Fountain. If you're using the Fountain Podcaster wallet, you can just tag someone uh, by their username and then they'll receive. So, for example, I was actually on a podcast a few weeks ago and um, got like 25% of the sats and it was really cool. And so I got them into my Fountain wallet and now I'm going to send them back out to other new podcasts to help onboard them to the system. So it's really cool. We can build a kind of like circular economy of uh, just people sending each other value based on the content that they create or the content that they curate as well, because that's the other thing. If you're a curator of content, maybe you get some of the splits and suddenly curation be can become uh, just as an important value add as the creation of the original content. So for example, um, your show, you could, um, add someone to the splits and say, go back into the back catalog and create clips on Fountain, and I'll give you a 25% split of all of the boosts that come through those clips. And so suddenly, yeah, it just, these are all just creative ways we can use programmable money. Yeah. And with the amount of information out there right now, information curation is such a, a skill set. You know, like I really Absolutely. believe that, yeah, this is a, someone to go through and filter things on many levels um, is, uh, is, is huge. What, okay. I just wanted your thoughts on 
um, decentralized identification. I feel like this is like the missing piece for me. Do you yeah. think, what are your thoughts? I just know you're in this space. So you must have been thinking about this at some point. Cause mm -hmm. right now I feel like it's so centralized, like to make an account on a lot of things, I still need to go through a centralized kind of identification mechanism of some sort. Do you think we are going to have a future where identification is decentralized? I think we'll have a mix. I think there's there's never going to be an end to centralized services, but there will be the option to to have a decentralized uh, service too, um, because there's drawbacks and trade-offs between mm -hmm. each. One of the amazing things about podcasting, though, is it is open. So as a host, you can take your podcast from hosting platform to hosting platform, or you can just self-host if you want to. And the podcasting 2.0 value for value spec, which is what we use, is also decentralized. So you can use Fountain. There's other apps that support it too. You're never locked into Fountain. You can kind of like move where you want to with your money and, and with who you're supporting and the shows you're subscribing to. I think on the de decentralized identity, I think we'll start to see over the next year um, some viable options when it comes to decentralized identity. And we're definitely going to look at those and offer that option in terms of the sign-up flow in Fountain. I think for us though, we want to build the best podcast listening experience. And so we're so focused on the listener experience the actual app experience that you know we're, we're gonna like rely on uh, other services basically to provide that because again you're not going to have a different decentralized identity for every single app on your phone that doesn't make any sense uh each one with a lightning wallet as well that doesn't sure, make yeah, any yeah. Sense. <laughs> it, i i think it's going to develop in a way such that you will have your identity layer which Maybe you have multiple identities, you know, one is public, one's a bit more, um, you know, anonymous. And then you will kind of um, share out that identity to all of the different apps on, on your phone or all of the different services you use. So I expect that to develop. And when it does happen, we'll support it in Fountain and you can log in with whichever mechanism uh, you prefer. Yeah, very cool. I'm just uh, really thrilled that you're doing this kind of stuff, Oscar. So thank you. And how, if, if someone, you know, what's the best way to support you right now? Is it to download the app, use the app? Like what's the best way on this episode, you're going to force me to figure out how to stream you sats. Not that I don't know how much of our listeners are using fountain yet, uh, but I'm going to do it because I want to learn how to do it. So I will bug you to make sure that I have this episode set up for that. But uh, what is the best way to support you just to, to, to kind of push you know, push this along. Yeah, the best way to support us is just to download Fountain and use it. So we're live on iOS and Android. Um, if you haven't tried out Fountain yet, just download us, import your podcast uh, and try and use it as your daily player. And if you have anything that you think is missing in terms of feedback or feature requests, just send us an email. You can send me an email at oscar at fountain.fm. We're building everything that people want. So yeah, just download us. Um, try and find um, a podcast that supports Lightning. Obviously, obviously this one does. So send in a boost. Uh, you know, let let your favorite podcasters know what you think of their show. And also, if your favorite shows aren't on Lightning, ask them. Ask them to support it. 
Um, we ha actually have a way to tweet the podcaster directly in the app. So you can kind of send them a tweet being like, here you go, here's how you join the Lightning Network. I want to send you a boost. So yeah, just download the app, um, play around with it, try and make it your, uh, your kind of daily driver for podcasts. And if you feel like there's something missing, just we would love to hear your feedback and you can just send me an email. So yeah, that's the best way to help. Awesome. Uh, Oscar, thanks for this. Anything else that you wanted to share? Did we cover it? I think we covered most of the things I wanted to ask you. Anything else coming to mind that you wanted to share? No, I think, I think that's probably everything. Um, yeah, just uh, really excited for more people to try this out. And just, yeah, I'll just reiterate again that it's, it's a really, number one, it's fun. But number two, it's a great feeling when you've, maybe you're out on the walk this weekend and you listen to an amazing episode and the ability to thank that podcaster for the amazing hour that they just gave you, thank them financially, but also thank them directly with the message, have those two linked together and have that podcaster see literally the timestamp that it came through on. Like it's fun to do that. It's a great feeling. And I think that's the kind of world that we all want to move towards, which is where people are rewarded uh, for the value that they put into the world. So if that's something that you're excited about, yeah, just download us and try us out. I feel uh, like that is, you'll enjoy it. Yeah, and it is strangely gratifying more so than I thought because some of these people I kind of know and so I want to send like a funny message to them as well. <laughs> I know they're going to get the message because it's a it's 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 associated with some sats. So yeah, it's just like a whole different way to interact. I almost feel like I haven't had this experience of uncovering a new world online in a long time, but I feel like it's like the discovery of like message boards. When I discovered message boards, it's, it's like, you know, it's like, or when social media was just coming out and you're like, well, what is this thing? Facebook, you know, <laughs> like, what is this, you know, or Instagram started. I feel like we're at that with this, like you're kind of mucking around in there, not really sure, sure what you're doing exactly. Sending a boost, wondering, oh my gosh, did it go through? You know, um, and uh, it, it, yeah, there's kind of like this like new frontier feeling to it, which is which is really exciting. Um, Oscar, I'm a, I'm a total geek too, so like I just love this stuff. So I, you're just speaking my language when you when you're sharing this stuff. So I just want you to know there's people out here who are supporting you, and uh, please keep doing what you're doing. On this podcast episode, we will set it up so that if anyone does stream us some sats. I'm just going to have all the sats go to you. We're not the biggest podcast in the world, the Oscars. And I don't know who's using the fountain, but maybe we can get some sats going to you, which would be kind of cool for, uh, for me. So we'll set that up with this particular episode. And uh, yeah, I just want to, I just want to thank you. Um, keep doing what you're doing. It's uh, it's awesome work. Thanks. Thanks, Oscar. Amazing. Tom. Well, yeah, thanks so much for the opportunity to come on and, and have a chat about it all. And yeah, if anyone does send in, uh, a boost or send in some sats all the sats that go to me i'm just going to send straight back out to new podcasts that are, that are trying this out so yeah we can get this uh, thing going if we if we start sending in sats so yeah thanks so much for the opportunity tom and yeah hopefully speak again soon very cool Hey everyone, hopefully you enjoyed that chat with Oscar Mary. So if you want to participate in kind of this next generation of technology, you can download the Fountain app on your iPhone or on your Android phone and start playing around with it right now. It's, you know, it's it, to us, it's not going to hurt to understand this technology, even if you're not someone who usually 
fumbles around with technology as it's developing. This stuff is definitely worth paying attention to. We really appreciate Oscar Mary coming on here and sharing what he's been up to. So thank him for that. And if you are listening to this and you want some real estate information, you can always find out what we're up to and what we're sharing at rockstarinnercircle.com. That's it for this episode. Until next time, your life, your terms. <laughs>